fake blood You scare me like the real thing And if you were the real thing You'd scare me Greetings, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pretentious Internet Theatre. Show so leaked. Last month, Daft Punk released a song on their album about it. Yes. Like the legend of the phoenix, all ends with beginnings. That's exactly how you can describe this program. More on that later. You know, I once had a Nutella and banana sandwich with Daft Punk. They like cutting their sandwiches on the triangle. Anyway. <clears throat> Maybe you heard the big news coming from the internet last week. Oh, was I going to talk about the Xbox One? You mean the video game device, which is have a camera in your home and won't allow you to let your friends borrow your copy of Bioshock Infinite? No. Was I perhaps going to talk about how the creator of the CompuServe graphic interchange format told you how to properly pronounce his extension, which would be GIF, although some still stick to GIF because graphic starts with a G. I promised you on my Facebook, which you can follow at Pretentious Internet Theatre, on Facebook, you would know that I said I was going to talk about this. Fine. The way that I pronounce it, and the way that I, the paragon of the internet, I'm going to teach you how to pronounce it, is to pronounce it properly as graphic interchange format. If you want to be super elite, you would say CompuServe's graphic interchange format. If anyone could tell me how to pronounce the PNG extension, I'd appreciate it. No! No, 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 no. That wasn't the news that rocked the very foundation of the information superhighway. That wasn't the big ticket item of last week on the internet. I have two big announcements for you. Ladies, and gentlemen, once again, it is the inevitable. We are back on iTunes, and you can listen to all but three, all but three episodes of pretentious internet theater. Three of them are lost forever because of our previous host. Thanks a lot, Podbean. We become number one fan fiction program on your station. Those Babylon people get upset, and you drop us like a hot potato. <clears throat> No, no, we found a new host. But this is not the time for negativity. This is the time to focus on positivity. And now you can go on iTunes and subscribe to our program once again. That is good news. How could I possibly improve upon that news? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you. Now... You can introduce your friends, your co-workers, your family members, your cat, your dog, your 
pet sugar glider to pitpodcast.com, the official website for pretentious internet theater. And you can get all but three episodes on there, as we said, the previous ones were eaten by the old house. And you can have hours of entertainment enjoying this program and introducing it to your friends, your family, your boss, your milkman, your paper boy. As I, when doing this, who have doing this before, I announced it, reminded of a quote, that the superior man acts before he speaks, and afterwards speak according to his action, and that is by Confucius, and that is exactly what I did, and now the action I'm going to take is reading some fan fiction for you, the lead listener. If you're, of course, following this on Facebook, you'll get it 24 hours ahead of the iTunes because they have to check it and regulate it. But I made Pit Podcast for you easier because I know some of you have difficulty because I spell theater R-E. Nonetheless, enjoy. Pretentious Internet Theater proudly presents Forever in Your Heart, a Moses Love Story by Dog Love. 23. Chapter 1. Story Start. Jie, what shall we do? We need to find Sayar. The one who is blood will help stop the spread of the thorn. Just then, I looked down from the moon and felt something burning in my throat. All of a sudden, I started coughing up blood. I knelt down from where I was sitting, close by a tomb stone that looked like a cross and kept coughing. Are you all right, Kimonok-chan? I heard a consoled little voice ask. Yes, I'm fine, I said with no emotion in my voice. Thanks, I said, looking down at Lulu. Are you sure you're all right? Moses asked, turning his attention towards me. Yes, for the last time already, I said once again with no emotion in my voice. Everyone turned around and faced G.I., so, what's our mission tonight? Just then, Irene looked to the side in the forest. What is it, Irene? Over there, she said, pointing to the trees. She's over there! We must go and kill her and drink her blood, Kahnman said. Wait! We must make sure that she is the right one, Jie said. Otherwise, one of us might lose our lives, she said. Will do! They all cried, spreading out. I sighed and got up from the tomb I was sitting on. Why? Why must we do this? Why, Father? Why did they do this to me? I thought somewhat sad and angry. Camino, are you coming? I looked down from the moon yet again. It was Moses. He had helped me through the phasing, through the angre, through everything. Yeah, I said, putting my hood on and running past him. Just a few minutes later, I felt him running at my heels. It felt somewhat good to have a friend like Moses and be part of the group, to somewhat belong. As we got to the destination, 
I started smelling it around. I stopped. What is it? Kumino. A woman? And a man. This Saya person. She has a Chavalier ear. That might be trouble, I said, running again. Arthur's note. Yeah, I know. This one was very short. I'm sorry for that. I was just somewhat experimenting. You. Chapter 2 will come out very soon. I promise. Thanks for reading. Chapter 2. Story starts. Everyone surrounded a girl with short hair and wearing a yellow jacket with a pink skirt. Shaya! Man. Next to her said without any emotion. Shaya! You're the one! All of a sudden, Carman leaped forward towards her. This Haji dude leaped in front of her and blocked the attack. All of a sudden, they were gone. Get them! Yeah, said Flash Stepping. Right! I said with a sigh. I followed Moses and Lulu. There was a scent of blood. It actually took us a while to catch up to the group. When we got there, we found Gai drinking Haji's blood. Apparently, it didn't work because a couple of minutes later she was on the ground coughing and gagging. I never liked the Gai. She was just a total bitch. T. T. Gai, are you alright? Lulu asked. Concerned. I just stood there. All of a sudden, I felt my body jerk up when I smelt blood and fear. I turned around and saw a girl sitting inside a giant tree stump. I flash-stepped towards her. I was standing in front of her. She gasped. You're Saya, aren't you? I asked without emotion. She held up the dagger she had in her hand. She ran at me with her daggers and her blood on it. I smirked and grabbed her wrist. A little girl shouldn't be playing with weapons. Dog Love 23. How weird. And this character of mine is actually a year younger than Saya. Lal. Oh, right. Back to the story. Huh? All of a sudden, with the flick of my hand, I snapped her wrist. She let out a cry of pain. Yes, you should leave it to the sheath. With amusement in my voice, I held her broken wrist with my left hand and struck out my right hand. I bit into the wrist with my fangs, and then all of a sudden my weapon came out from the blood drip, my the blood dripping, my the. I bit into the wrist with my fangs, and all of a sudden my weapon came out from the blood dripping from Murist. I smirked and was about to drive my blade straight through her heart when all of a sudden I felt a horrible sharp pain in my back and then to my stomach. I looked down and saw a ketanan in I saw a ketanan ketanan my stomach. I coughed up blood and let go of Saya. I turned my head and saw Haji standing over me and waltz next to Saya. Check her wrist. Kamino! I heard everyone yell and run towards me. I growl. Don't worry about me, god damn it! I yelled at them. They stopped in their tracks and stared at me. I looked down and tried to pull it out from my back. I let my bang droop 
over my watering eyes. Damn this. I f***ing hate my life. Why did Haji have to aim for me, stomach? Why couldn't he just end my miserable life? Why couldn't he just drive this dumb thing through? My heart. Instead, I thought angry. All of a sudden, I felt someone put a hand on my back. Kumino, let me help you, I heard Moses say with sympathy. No! Back off, Moses! I yelled at him, still trying to get the thing out of my stomach. Come on, Kumino-cha. I swear if you say Kumino-chan one more time, it'll slit your throat with this thing still in my stomach. I yelled at him again. Look, you're gonna die if we don't get that thing out of your stomach. You'll bleed to death. He yelled at me. I stood still with my head so low. All of a sudden, I felt the sword slip out of me. Ack! I whimpered. I fell to my need. And all of a sudden, I didn't feel the pain anymore. I didn't even see anyone. Everything was pitch black. I just noticed. I was surrounded by the darkness. I felt a thick, warm liquid surrounding my body. Author's note. That's it for now, but I'll make three soon. So worry about it. Oh, bitch, I double. I'll ask you to please check this out. It reminds me, Alote of Camino and Moses. Ciao. Chapter three. story starts. My eyes shot open as I found myself in dark room. I sat up. Gah! I wind. All of a sudden, felt a cool breeze running up and down my body. I felt my shoulders bare, my thighs bare, my chest bare. What the fuck am I doing naked? Just then, I felt a small stinging sensation in my stomach. I looked down and saw my belly all bundled up with bandages. Alright. I looked around. It was an old abandoned church. I looked around. There was a small table with food on it. A cross on the other side of the wall, and the bed was old and creaky. If I would have to guess, this was the living courtiers. I looked around for my cloak. I wonder where Lulu and everyone else are. I thought annoyed. I got up from my bed and walked around looking for my cloak. I winced. Damn, I'm so weak. I thought so angry. I banged my fist against the old concrete wall. I felt tears begin to form in my eyes. All of a sudden, I heard a small knock at the door. Kumino-chan, are you decent? I walked to the bed and crawled under the covers. I turned around towards the wall. The bed was against the wall. I sighed and didn't answer. After all, I felt so betrayed, so weak. All of a sudden, the door opened, then closed. Someone near me, somewhere around the small nightstand next to my bed. Kamino Chan, are you alright? I didn't answer or move. Kamino, shut up, Moses, I said, ticked off. I heard a light chukli. I see you're getting better, he said as he grabbed a small stool and sat next to my bed. What do you want? I asked sharply. Nothing. Just wanted to see how you were doing, he said with a sigh. It was quiet for a while until I swear. You are the one who got me undressed. I'm going to rip your relax. It wasn't me, it was Irene. She was the one who bandaged you up, he said with a chuckle. I stayed quiet. All of a sudden, my stomach grumbled. I sat up. 
catching the sheet, almost fell out of my body. "'I'll go and get you something to eat,' he said, getting up and putting the chair back. I flash-stepped and stopped him. I stopped in front of him. Yes, the sheets were around my body. "'Why? Why did you save me?' I asked sternly. He didn't answer. "'Answer me!' I cried. He shrugged. "'I don't know. I guess nobody really knows how the heart works.' He then flash-stepped around me and through the door. I stood still, the words echoing through me every thoughts. I guess no really knows how the heart works, the idiot, I scoffed. Author's note. Well, well then, there's chapter three. I know, I know. Funny one says they saved you because their hearts told them to, and then they confessed their love for you. You wouldn't just scoff it off and call them an idiot, but Camino's very angsty. I'll be like it's just a random iconomosis. Love for all you Moses Flan girls. Wink, wink. The end. What a captivating tale that was. At any rate, if you have a captivating tale, make sure that you email us. ThePitPodcast at gmail.com Of course, you can also follow us on Facebook at Pretentious Internet Theater. Subscribe once again on iTunes. And uh, we also have an RSS feed. And if you want to introduce the plebeians to the show, simply have them go to pitpodcast.com. And if you go there, you will get the episode 24 hours before it goes to iTunes, thus making you the elite of the elite. The only way it can be more elite is if you were in the room with me while I recorded and edited this for you. I mean, I'd do it all in one take. Most of all, remember that there is much drama on the internet, but only the best makes pretentious internet theater. Good night, and the pleasure was all yours.